You're listening to Community Forum on KCCC 930 AM, sponsored by Eddy County, honoring God, country, and family, thriving with industry since 1889. Thank you for listening to Community Forum. My name is Johnny Chandler. I'm the owner of KCCC 930 AM and the host of Community Forum. And with me today is Jill Barkley, the tourism director for the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce, and J.W. Sutphin. Did I get that right, Sutphin? That's exactly okay, right. Okay, perfect. He's the retirement director for the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce, and he's also on the Age-Friendly Committee. So thank you both, both for being on here today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. All right. We're, we're glad that you're here. Now, we are specifically going to talk about the second annual Janelle Whitlock Valentine's Day 50-plus dance party. Uh, it's going to feature a lot of 50s and 60s music, a lot of the same great music you can listen to on this station when I'm sure you are all listening all day, every day. So you'll get to hear a lot more of those hits. Um, but so we're going to go ahead and start with uh, JW um, as the retirement director of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce and on the Age Friendly Committee. Let's first have you introduce yourself to everybody. You're probably really well known around here. I don't know you all that well. So go ahead and tell us you know, how you ended up in Carlsbad, how you became involved with the Age Friendly Committee and just give us a little bit about yourself. Sure. I uh, was, uh, my, they brought my parents out here in the 50s from the coal mines of West Virginia to work in the uh, potash mines. Okay. So we moved here in 55, and uh, in 69, we moved actually to Albuquerque. So I spent the first 14 years of my life here. And uh, I, I guess if you're small town, maybe you're always small town. Right. Uh, I, uh, uh, we moved to Albuquerque and then uh, graduated in 73 and spent five years in the Air Force and uh, spent 40 years as a, uh, after I got out of the Air Force, I spent uh, close to 40 years as a farmer's insurance agent, had my own agency up there. And uh, within about 18 months, I lost my brother and sister. I lost my mom and dad. And uh, life is just too short. Okay. So I was talking to my uncle who lives down in down here in Carlsbad, and he says, you know, you really should seriously think about retiring in Carlsbad. Uh, you know, the golf course is pretty inexpensive. Uh, we have a lot warmer weather and stuff. So I realized uh, I wasn't going to be in that particular business for very long, and, uh, again, life too short. So at 59, I decided to retire. And uh, I moved down here, uh, moved into uh, Riverbend. And uh, the, the bigger reason I'm, I love – Carlsbad so much is, uh, again, uh, I have to get up every morning. Uh, I'm within 100 yards of the river, and I get to decide on what I'm going to do, whether I'm going to golf, I'm going to fish, I'm going to kayak, I'm going to bike. Uh, plenty of things to do uh, uh, along the river. So it, I knew it would keep me busy. And, of course, not too many communities in the state, not too many communities in the country that you can play golf in shorts on January 1st. So it all varies. Right. So, I mean, you retired and you moved down to Carlsbad and retired, but it doesn't really sound like you've retired per se. You know, I actually got bored after about 18 months and uh, there was a a part-time job that came up at the golf course. And so it was perfect for me. Spend uh, Friday, Saturday and Sunday mornings at the golf course and a great part-time job. uh, Get to drive along the river every morning. uh, And again, you know, you got to meet a lot of people and stuff. Uh, I got involved with the Age-Friendly Committee about that time and uh, wanted to give back something, kind of something you kind of realize in the service. Uh, they, uh, a lot of those people volunteered for a lot of different projects and stuff. So uh, I wanted to give back. And so I uh, got involved with um, 
the age friendly. And about that time, uh, Janelle Whitlock wasn't doing too well. Uh, and, uh, she had, uh, just passed away. So I only spent a couple of months on the age friendly committee with her. Uh, and, uh, after about a year, uh, uh, Chad's was waiting for me to be disgruntled at the golf course. Uh, he knew I was pretty happy most of the time. Right. And, uh, so he, uh, had been looking for somebody to replace her and called up and we talked and it was a perfect fit. Right. So I decided to go to work for the chamber, uh, part-time. Uh, but again, uh, really involved with the age friendly committee and, and one of our projects, we wanted to bring back the Janelle Whitlock Valentine's dance. Uh, it had kind of gone away for two or three years uh, with well, COVID. COVID, of course. Yes. All right. So you spent some time in the Air Force. Five years is what you said, correct? Yes. Uh, my, uh, I'm an Air Force family. My grandfather spent 30 years in the Air Force, graduated or retired as a lieutenant colonel out of Holloman Air Force Base. And then my father did 26 and a half years in the Air Force, which is how we ended up in Clovis, New Mexico. And uh, he retired after 26 and a half years in, from uh, Cannon Air Force Base. And that is how we all ended up in New Mexico. New Mexico. I, uh, I spent five years in the Air Force and communications in Davis-Monthan in Tucson. All right. So uh, I loved every minute of it. Yeah, I, I believe my family did as well. They spent their entire first careers there, uh, certainly. Uh, so let's talk real quick. And, and thank you for being here. I think Carlsbad is uh, real lucky to have you move down here and so or so retired in quotation marks, you know. I appreciate that. Um, and so the Age Friendly Committee in Carlsbad is, is sponsoring this dance. Is that correct? They're part of it? Yes. Okay, Jill, why don't you tell us a little bit. So Age Friendly Carlsbad, who else is sponsoring this event for us? Uh, sponsored by Crestwood and Jaime's Welding. And Crestwood and Jaime's Welding. Okay, so the second annual Janelle Whitlock Valentine's Day 50-plus dance party, 1560s music. This is on Saturday, February 11th from 6 to 10 at the Pecos River Village. It'll be in the carousel, right? Right. Uh, let's see. So who is our, our chef is Chef Andrea. And then Chef Andrea is uh, Brunch Me Please. Is that the name of her company? That's correct. Andrea Armstrong with Brunch Me Please. Okay. Phenomenal chef. Yeah, I always see all her stuff on Facebook. I haven't, I haven't been fortunate enough to try her food yet, but it all does look very, it does look very, very good. So oh, we have, she's great. We've had her at different events we've had. And yeah, every time, no disappointments. Okay, so... So somebody, either one of you, tell me how this kind of works. So so if I show up, I get a dinner as well. Do I have to be 50-plus to show up here, or is this for everybody still? Actually, it's for everybody still. The flyer state's 50-plus, but uh, really it's open to anyone. Okay, excellent. So when I get there, I have a uh, we're going to have a sit-down dinner, like a banquet or something of that nature, or how does that work with the food? Yes. Um, is it more buffet style, or she serve? She'll serve. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's plate-serviced. Um, and then they'll have a dinner, they'll, they'll do a, a king and queen crowning. All right. Uh, and then of course the dance. Well, how do you nominate for king or queen? So what they're going to do is they're going to narrow it down to the best three stories and the stories are how a couple met. Okay. And that's how they'll determine, they have a committee that will narrow it down to the best three stories and then they'll choose a winner from there. And that couple will be crowned king and queen. Okay. So, so explain to me a little bit more. How, how would I do that? Right. I mean, um, Technically, in the city of Carlsbad, if you're 40 plus, you're considered a senior. Apparently, right? That's what I that's what I've heard. That's the that's the rumor around correct. town. That's correct. And so, how would I how would I do that? Let's say that my wife and I we're both over 40. 
wanted to go and be a part of this and potentially be in the king and queen homecoming court in a way. I say homecoming because of high school, of course, but the king and king court, the Valentine's Day court. How do, how do I get my story nominated? How do I do that? We, everybody will have a three-by-five card. Okay. And my objective is when I sell tickets, I'm going to give them that three-by-five card right away. Okay. So, so if, I go to, if I go to the Chamber of Commerce, I'm sorry to cut you off, no. but we'll get to it. When I go to the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce to, to pay to go to the dance, or I can go to the North Mesa Senior Center or the Alejandro Ruiz Senior Center, correct? Right. If I go to one of those three locations and I pay for my wife and I to, to go to the dance, then at that moment is when I'll probably receive a three-by-five card to write my nomination down? Yes. What yes. we want to do is we're, we're going to need whether or not you want steak or salmon. So we're going to write that down. So you need to let us know which one of those meals you want. And then we will have a three-by-five card. And on the top of it is just basically how we met. So if you will have those at that night uh, to fill out, but if you want to fill that out, obviously beforehand, and you have a really exciting story and it takes more than just a couple of minutes to jot down, please feel free to fill that out, bring it with you. Uh, we'll collect all of those. We'll have a committee of three or four that will sit in the back room and pull out the best three. And then uh, those three will be, uh, we'll let everyone know and then we'll take a vote. Okay. Excellent. And then, so we're going to have crowns and everything for them as well. We absolutely have already ordered the King and Queen crowns last year. Winner. We had a little bit different format. Uh, Don and Nancy dating Dayton were chosen as a King and Queen. And last year's criteria was the longest married couple. Oh, okay. And they had been married 69 years. Wow. I don't. I think my wife would kill me before we made it that long. I gotta be, I gotta be honest. Yeah, well, they're entitled to a lot more than just a king and queen's crown. Yes. Yeah, no kidding. That I, and I love those stories too. By the way, then you know whenever you see them on like a CBS Sunday Morning or something, where they interview a couple that's been been married for 70, 69, 70 years, uh, there's real value in that. You can see that they that there's there's a lot to their lives and the way that they lived, which I think is a really which is a really great thing, but isn't is that? I mean, tell me, Jill, is not not is that hard to imagine? Sixty nine years with the same person? It's pretty hard to imagine, but I, you know, I think if you can weather some storms, then you can make it. Yeah, I, I imagine. <laughs> I'm sure they had a few storms in sixty nine oh, sure. years. We have to, I, a few. I'm I'm sure, and they, they don't get into that. Maybe you know they don't get into the storms that they had, do they? No, it. You know, one of the things I like, uh, I, I like talking to older people, and and. And they're the same way if they've been married 69 years. But I love to sit down with an 85 or 90-year-old person and going, you know, really, how did you get here? Right. Did you eat red chili? Did you eat green chili? You know, did you drink? Did Every you ever have any no. abuses with <laughs> cigarettes? Did you have any abuses with alcohol? Um, uh, again, there's so many things that changed over the years, you know, a big coffee drinker. Uh, did you spend all your time outdoors? Did you spend all your time indoors? So there's right. a lot of questions. So, yes, um, my suspicion is that they probably spent a lot of time apart. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think you can get along if, if each of you have a hobby and you're not, 24-7 together, I think maybe you can spend some more time together. Well, and if, you have, if you've been 69 years together, 
I think 69 years ago, there was probably a different standard for being married. Right. Okay. And getting divorced. I mean, that was probably really frowned upon to get a divorce. I mean, you, sure. you really fought to stay together. So I think it was maybe a different time also. It does feel like it's a little easier to just, you know, you have a, you have a hard fight. It's been a couple of weeks. You know, I've been on the couch a few times in my life already. Right. But the <laughs> idea is that we always work to overcome that because we love each other. Sure. But, you know, I think that now the bar for some people, and I'm not speaking about anyone in general, it's just easy to have that frustrated moment and to call it. Sure. As opposed to trying to work through sure, it, you know? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Um, all right. So uh, let's um, let's keep going. So let's. this is the second annual Janelle Whitlock Valentine's Day 50-plus dance party. Last year was the first annual one, but we took some years off before COVID is what you said. So is the first annual was a rebranding after a few years off? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, Janelle Whitlock uh, actually – was one of the key ingredients for New Mexico or for Carlsbad being uh, the very first AIDS-friendly community in New Mexico. Right. And so there was a few projects that she had worked on uh, a few years ago. And, of course, with COVID, some of those got dropped. So that's the first thing we wanted to do was uh, to bring back the Valentine dance. Right. So, you know, age-friendly means that it's friendly for all ages. I feel like there's this uh, perception out there that age-friendly means it's age-friendly for retirees. And I don't know why I think that, but that's kind of when I hear age-friendly, I think we're friendly for the people of older age, right? But that's not what it is at all. That's changed. Again, we all have that same conception. Carlsbad was a great retirement community. And with being an age-friendly community, they had to go through and prove that it was uh, – great for all ages and stuff. So Carlsbad is is uh, one of the few communities in the state that has – actually, Carlsbad has more parks and uh, recreation areas per capita than anywhere else in the state. Yeah. So they could tell uh, with what the city's done with improving the youthful activities and stuff, uh, the areas at the beach, obviously they have a new pickleball court. They have a yeah. new basketball court. Volleyball court, they brought in cornhole. Uh, we have a great uh, beach uh, a- activities around there, but they also have uh, the water park, yeah. uh, soon to be a new uh, miniature golf course. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I went sidetrack on that real quick. We, uh, My wife and I went and checked that out the other day, and the miniature golf course isn't done yet. They haven't laid the felt or anything yet, but, man, that is cool. Very they, cool. The, the carpet came in, and I think they're – ready to open in a couple of weeks. The fencing is going up today. I just drove by there. So, yes, it will be. You got those holes right along the river? Yes. yes. Right? I mean, that thing, that is pretty spectacular. I'm really excited about that. I thought that was uh, really neat. It might improve my putting game as well, which well, is probably some, one of my of weak parts. are supposed to be iconic to some of the things in Carlsbad. They're supposed to have a flume, a cavern, some different things. Yeah. They're real iconic to Carl's. It was fancy. I didn't know what to. I didn't know what to expect when I heard that we were getting one of those. But I was blown away. I mean, it, it looks very, very impressive. Well, again, the city has done an awful lot uh, to improve. Uh, you know, I, I keep looking at the Bobby Forrest Sports Complex. I've played softball all over the state, um, all over the country, and uh, this particular complex doesn't cost you a dime to get into. Uh, they have turf fields. There are uh, over 20 soccer fields. They have four or five baseball fields and four or five girls softball fields. Yeah. I played, I played a lot of softball in the state as well. And that yes. it's hard to beat 
the facilities that we have here in that regards for sure. No, no doubt about it. All right. So last year, the first annual Janrell Whitlock was the first one that you kind of ran. Yes. Right. Okay. So, um, and we were talking before we started recording the show. It was fifty bucks a person last year, right? But this year, it's only twenty five dollars a person, right? So, tell me, how were we able to save twenty five bucks? Well, last year, $50 a person was pretty much the break-even point. This is okay. not a fundraiser. This is simply just something to you know, continue to honor Janelle, who originally started this project. Um, so that was just the break-even. That paid for everything. Uh, this year, they were able to drop the tickets in half because we had a couple of very generous sponsors step up and cover uh, most of those costs. You know, that's what the story is for me. I've lived here just over a year, JW, and uh, that's what the – the repeated story. Anytime I have anybody on community forum talking about an event, it's the sponsors, it's the companies that um, employ people here that really are the ones that seem to step up all the time. You know what I mean? So like if you get, you got Crestwood, you've got Jaime welding and they're coming in and supporting a great event, something to do for the community on February 11th and they're helping fund half of it. So it's more affordable for everybody else to show up. So I mean, over and over and over again, every one of these things that we do, I, I hear about great companies that are chipping in to make the event that much better for everybody else. Absolutely. Uh, Crestwood stepped up last year for our age-friendly committee, and they were Sendero first last year, and, of course, okay. Sendero's changed over to Crestwood. So part of the age-friendly committee, we had decided last year that we wanted to provide transportation for seniors, and so Crestwood stepped up chartered a bus for us. Uh, every other month, I take uh, 50 people <coughs> to either Hobbs or to Riodoso. There's three different casinos in um, Riodoso. So they've stepped up, paid for the transportation uh, up there and back. We also do, through the Age-Friendly Committee, we also have three field trips. Uh, the last one was Smith Spring Loop, uh, we went to Washington Ranch last year and toured it. Uh, that was, again, sponsored. And then uh, two months ago, uh, Crestwood sponsored a, uh, a bus trip to the outlet malls yeah. in El Paso. And uh, some of the, the uh, seniors uh, don't get a chance to drive. They don't like to drive at night. So the sponsorships have provided us uh, a means to get these people to the theater, uh, to the community theater in town. We've taken them over uh, to Christmas on the Pegas. Christmas on the Pegas. You took them to Christmas yes. on the Pegas. Yes, we, we took a busload over to the Christmas on the Pegas. And then uh, the community, let's see, we just had a, uh, a community concert series. Mm. We were able to bring some people to that too. Great. That's excellent. We had the Carlsbad Community Concert Series where they were on just a few weeks ago. Yes. Uh, talking about their lineup this year. And that's a great organization as well. And I did not know that we had such an amazing grand piano at PR Leva. Like I did, I wasn't aware of that, and it's 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 quite spectacular. You know, there's a lot of surprising facts about Carlsbad that just seems to crop up. But I, I, I'm still blown away with it. It doesn't matter the just being with with the Chamber of Commerce and the. The companies that are out there, they really want to get involved in the community. Exxon Mobil, Chevron, uh, you're looking at Devon, XTO. These guys are awesome. And they come in and they want to find a way to give back. 
I'm just blown away with the support that this community has. And I know you're not going to find that anywhere else in New Mexico. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I've lived in Clovis. I lived in Portales where I went to college. I lived in Albuquerque for a long time. And I'm, and I would say the feeling here is quite different. It's very, very much community oriented and uh, very welcoming as well. I mean, for, for everybody of all types, all types of people, it's very, it's very welcoming. So let's get into last year's a little bit real quick. And then we'll talk about this year's again. Uh, so last year's was a, was the first one. It was the first one that you put on. So if I could ask, were you were you a little bit nervous about your first event? Like how how, how did it go? Well, really nervous. Um, coming out of COVID, we didn't know how people would react. We didn't know if if uh, they had just lifted the mask mandate. We didn't know. Obviously, a dance. You're going to be holding hands. You're going to be close to each other. So really, didn't know how that was going to be. Uh, one of the other things. Uh, uh, Carlsbad, uh, with the Christian community, there's a lot of people that don't like to dance, right. that, that haven't grown up dancing. And, and I, I was brought up in the Church of Christ, and dancing was something that I never got a chance to do. And, and So we were real concerned that we could bring in that particular community and stuff. But I love the music. I love the oldies. Uh, I, I love the classic rock. Uh, I could listen to it all day long. So to me... The price of the ticket just to be able to see a light show, a DJ, and to listen to the music was going to be worth it for me. Right. But what I was surprised at was the number of people that got on the dance floor. And and I think Jeannie would it'd be remiss for me not to mention that this isn't just for couples. Jeannie would love to have – there's a lot of single women out there, a lot of single men, and, and they showed up last year. And they were dancing in groups of six or eight. They they weren't going to not having an, a significant other stop them and having a good time. So uh, I, I know uh, Jeannie was out there. Uh, I've, Becky Thompson, everybody is in love with Becky. She shows up. She's on the dance floor, and I think that just brought more people to the dance floor. So, so let's uh so show up to the dance and don't be worried about JW walking around with a ruler to make sure you've got your twelve inches between each other while you're dancing. He's not That's gonna right. be he's not gonna be doing that. <laughs> yeah, we won't have masks. Right, no no masks. No uh, mask. It's DJ Ornellis, right? DJ Ornellis. That's right. We have not mentioned the DJ's name yet. It's DJ DJ Ornellis. Um, he's gonna play some appropriate arid music. For sure, the best era of music is the music that you can listen to right on the station, hands down. Um, I've really gotten over the new stuff, for sure. The new stuff does really just doesn't do anything for me anymore. Um, not you know, and you know, if you watch Yellowstone, they have some they have some newer country artists that are on there, and it just doesn't hit the same as the oldies do, though. It, re- it really doesn't, in my opinion. Um, otherwise, that's pretty good. Let's recap this again. It's the second annual Janelle Whitlock Valentine's Day fifty plus dance party. Featuring 50s and 60s music. It's tickets, $25 per person. Saturday, February 11th from 6 to 10 p.m. at the Pecos River Village. Chef Andrea from Brunch Me Please is going to be the chef. You get your choice of grilled New York strip or broiled salmon. You can purchase your tickets at the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce, um, 575-887-6518. You can also buy them at the North Mesa Senior Center. The Alejandro Ruiz Center, Senior Center. There's also going to be a cash bar there as well. That's going to be the cash bar is going to be put together by Lucy's, so you know it's going to be a good one. It's going to have all types of beverages as well. 
Obviously, uh, enjoy them responsibly, but that goes without saying when it comes to alcohol, for sure. What else you got, JW? Photographer. Yep. Okay. We're going to have a photographer there. We're probably within a day or two of tying that down. Uh, they will. We will have a booth set up, and we will be able to give you your photo on the way out the door. We will Excellent. Take your photos while you're there, so you can dress up and have your picture taken with your significant other, and you'll have a means to take that picture home with you. Great. Excellent. So a dress to impress event, I suppose. Is that what you're requesting? You know, it's yes. Carlsbad. And so you're going to see everything from Levi's and cowboy boots to... Maybe some shorts. Women. Yes. Yeah. You will see a little bit of everything. But I, I worked the door last year and took the tickets. And I was really impressed with the people that dressed up. I mean, I think in Carlsbad, they almost look for an opportunity to dress sure, up. And, right. You know, step out on so, the town. So the decor is going to be for Valentine's, right. of course. And, and we'll have... Uh, last year, I think it was very elegantly done. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I don't think you can be overdressed, and you're probably not going to be underdressed. Okay, so good. Just for everybody. So you should feel comfortable no matter how you decide to show up to an event. But if I was going to a dance, I would probably wear something a little bit nicer. I wouldn't wear. I wouldn't jump off my uh, stand-up paddleboard and walk right in. Right. Right. I'd probably try to put on put on something a little bit nice. Uh, we're starting to run a little bit low on time. Uh, before we call it, I will certainly uh, make sure we mention the details again. But let's do a little closing. We'll start with Jill. Then we'll go to JW. Jill, what do you want to say in closing? Uh, just, you know, Carlsbad come out. This is a really great event. It's an opportunity to come out and have a great time, some great food, uh, get a photograph with your significant other or just, you know, a group of friends because it's not just for couples. Again, it's very, very economical, and it's a super great time. The DJ's awesome. Uh, the music will be great. Light show. Just come out and have a good time. All right, JW? You know, I, I think we may want to mention a little bit about Janelle. I think um, we, we obviously want to uh, remember her. Uh, we're going to try to put three stories together, stories that nobody's ever heard about her before. We want to, uh, one of her best friends, uh, tell a story, of something that we don't know about Janelle, uh, a couple of the ladies that worked with Janelle, and then um, – We'll have, uh, we're trying to get Becky Thompson back, uh, being her neighbor, and we want one of her stories yeah. about Janelle. That's excellent, excellent. So, second annual Janelle Whitlock Valentine's Day party. It's a 50-plus dance party. We're going to feature 50s and 60s music from DJ Ornelas, a cash bar from Lucy's, an amazing dinner from Chef Andrea. I just want to say for 25 bucks a person, the dinner, the, uh, the DJ, the venue, uh, that's it's quite the deal. I mean, that's that's a serious deal right there. So thank you to Crestwood as well as Jaime Welding for being able to make this possible to make it such an affordable event. You can purchase tickets at the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce. You can go to the North Mesa Senior Center or the Alejandro Ruiz Senior Center. Don't forget, they're going to be voting for a king or queen as well, right? So if you have a love story that you think is worth writing down, and I'm going to say that anybody that has a love story is worth writing down, Correct. right? So if you write down that love story, um, you know, you can then be in the home cup, the uh, King and King Valentine's Day court and potentially be crowned homecoming king and queen, which is which is all really great. So um, it looks like a really exciting event. I think it's going to be wonderful. And I want to thank Jill Barkley, tourism director for the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce, J.W. Sutphin, retirement director for the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce and a member of the Age Friendly Committee for coming on today. So thank you both very much. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for having us. Appreciate the time.
You're listening to Community Forum on KCCC 930 AM, sponsored by Eddy County, honoring God, country, and family thriving with industry since 1889.